Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dreams Unlimited Travel Parents Pedal Podcast. My name is John Magi, and I will be your host. And on this episode, we're going to be talking to Elaine Edwards and Corey Martin and Craig Williams about experiences with character dining at Walt Disney World with the kids, um, helping us figure out which are really good ones for uh, characters and, you know, ones that their kids enjoy and um, have fun memories of. Uh, we're not going to really delve too much into the actual food. I mean, we'll talk a little bit about the food at each one, but we're not going to do a restaurant review or anything like that. This is more about character dining, kids, and the different Disney destinations. So I'm so happy to be joined uh, this week by our panel of experts. Dreams Unlimited Travel agent, Elaine Edwards. Hi, friends. Director of Marketing for Dreams Unlimited Travel and in charge of all things Diz-related, Corey Martin. I'm just happy to be here. And producer extraordinaire, that was it. I thought I had something else cute to say. <laughs> Craig Williams. Oh, hi, hi. Thank you guys for joining me for this conversation. I appreciate it. Um, as you all know, I do not have kids, so uh, I am just here to sort of moderate and move the story along, move the conversation along. But I love hearing the stories. I, I enjoy kids very much. We always go to the parks and love to watch kids having a good time with their families. So I am enjoying these series very much with all of you and everyone who's participated so far. So one of the things I wanted to find out from our panel this week is about character dining. Now, um, character dining is a mainstay, I think, for anybody, kids or no kids. I love to go to it. I like the interaction with the, with the characters, especially characters I enjoy. But I'm curious to hear about this from the perspective of a parent and what your kids like, um, what is the appropriate amount of character interaction at each restaurant? Because, you know, I am not fond of the piglet, you know, hugging me while I'm eating bacon. But, you know, <laughs> I don't know if you can know about that or not. And then also, um, where do you like to go because of the type of characters that are there? So I'm going to start off with Elaine. I'm sure, Elaine, you must have a ton of character dining experience with your kids. Yes. So we love character dining for many, many, many reasons with our family. Um, because one, generally, all of the character meals are buffets. And so everybody can find something to eat, no matter what their tastes are. Even if they want to eat 37 chicken nuggets, that's what they can eat. So everybody can find something to eat. And what I like about the character dining is that because you are there eating and the characters are coming to you, that means you're not waiting in line in the parks for characters. So it's very efficient because you're usually knocking out four or five characters instead of waiting in four or five lines. So I love that because it just makes things super, super easy. And we would always get the dining plan. And because if you use a dining plan with a character buffet, it is a very, very, very good value and you can save money. That is a very good way of getting your money out of the dining plan. So we have done all of the character buffets. We've done breakfast at them. We've done our character meals. We've done breakfast. We've done dinner. We've done lunch. We have done all of them. <laughs> so 
Hey, can I ask you a question? Before you, before you go on, I have a question for you. Um, <clears throat> I, as I think folks know, but they, they may not know, currently the dining plan is not available, but it's coming back next year. Uh, people will be able to book the dining plan. Have you looked into the new pricing of the dining plan, and do you think it's still worth it for a character meal? I do. If you, I mean, if you look at the current price for character meals, um, especially when you're looking at dinner, usually if you're paying cash, usually breakfast is less expensive. So that is one way of saving money. But if you're looking at dinner on a character meal and the price per person for the dining plan, I mean, you, you are coming out ahead no matter how you look at it. If you're looking at that and then you're adding another meal on top of that with your quick service meal and your snack. And I mean, it's just, you're coming out ahead if you're doing it this way. So it's definitely a great way to save money. There's been some complaints because the price has gone up on the dining plan and it's a little bit more limited. The the same options are not available. So I was just wondering, I mean, do you, so what's your sort of feel for the new uh, pricing of it and how they've done it? Is it something that you're, you think is going to be good for clients or do you think it's something that um, we might have to wait for them to, to tweak and adjust? I, of course, when they take things away and they make it more expensive, the, it's, everybody is always disappointed in that. When you look at the price of eating at the restaurants at Disney, they have also gone up. Um, and again, most of these character meals are buffets or they're family style meals. So with those, you can get, you're getting appetizers, you're getting soups, you're getting salads, you're getting your mains, you can get five side dishes, and there are desserts available. Whereas if you're using dining plan credits for a sit down meal, you know, they don't necessarily include that appetizer anymore or that dessert anymore. You can get all of that with these character meals. So Again, you have to look at it for each individual family and see what is right for your family. But for our family, we always found that we came out ahead because I did the math every single time. And we always came out ahead using the dining plan for character meals. And we would have one almost every single day. We would do different characters every time. And it worked out fantastic for us. That was awesome. Great tip. Um, what is your favorite character meal? And what are your kids' favorite characters? So we, I would say that um, our favorite that we really like to do, which is kind of a, I would consider it a hidden gem, is Tusker House in Animal Kingdom. Because a lot of people, when they're planning, they're planning that trip to Disney or their first trip, and they think of meeting, you know, Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy at Ben Pluto at um, the parks or at a character meal. They think of Chef Mickey's. So Chef Mickey's is always sold out because it is very, very, very popular, but it's also very loud in there, um, and it can be very overwhelming. If you go to Tusker House at Animal Kingdom. It's the same characters. It's a more quiet, relaxed atmosphere. You usually get longer interactions. The food is fantastic, even though I know, like I said, we're not doing a dining room review. I always felt like the food was really great there. And it worked out really well for our day. So we hit it every single time. And the way that we schedule it is we actually schedule a pre-park opening breakfast. So we get in before the park opens, eat, 
And then we're getting out of breakfast just as the park opens and we're already at the back of the park. So we can hop on safari with no line. And it just, it really sets us up for a great day. So we like that. Plus they are adorable in their safari outfits <laughs> because I'm a sucker for a character in a cute outfit. Is it, is it the Fab Five there? I've, I've done it. I just don't remember uh, the characters. Is it the Fab Five there or there's anybody special there? It is, but I, I haven't done it in a, this year. I'm almost even thinking maybe Daisy is there too. Um, maybe when somebody else knows, but I, I think Daisy is there as well. Sorry. Didn't mean to put you on the spot there, but <laughs> um, you know, it's tough because they change stuff, which is great. We, you know, you want to keep things going, but you can't always know exactly up to the minute. Um, I, I remember enjoying that character breakfast as well. Again, it's a, a lot of it is uh, what's sort of the different thing, right? What's the thing that t- sets it apart from the other meals? While it might not always be the food per se, but it's something to do with the characters that I think are terrific. So what are your kids' favorite characters? I would say that my kids, I mean, gosh, they really like Stitch. And so we always like doing the breakfast at Ohana in the Polynesian because you get Mickey and Pluto again in that really adorable Hawaiian outfit. But then you get Lilo and Stitch because my kids love Stitch. And so they love that he's super mischievous during the meal. He is playing around with you. He's taking your food. He's jumping up and down. Like he's playing with the kids, that kind of thing. And so we really like that one. Um, they like that one as well. The food is great there. Um, but I'll tell you, we had, I have a very funny story. It hasn't come back yet. Um, but 1900 Park Fair, which is over inside um, Grand Floridian, was a meal that had Cinderella and Prince Charming, which you don't normally see, and fairy godmother and the evil and her evil stepmother and stepsisters. So this is a very unique cast of characters that you don't normally get together. And we loved that one. And the reason that we loved it so much is because the characters there really came out of their normal um, boundaries. They didn't just come over, say hi, sign your autograph book, take a picture and leave. They really interacted with you and they really played up with you, especially the stepsisters and the stepmother. Um, one time while we were there, we had a, uh, I happened to have this plastic heart ring in my bag that was left over from when we were trading trinkets with the Jawas. Um, and so I happened to have that in my bag. So I handed it to my son and I said, why don't you propose to one of the stepsisters? Let's just see what happens. And he did. And this antic went on for at least an hour with this stepsister. because She took this ring. She took him. She marched him all over the restaurant. There was pictures taken. She showed him off to her sister. She showed him off to um, the stepmother. They kept coming over. They kept you know, circling back to talk to him. And this just story went on the entire meal. And it is one of those things that we still talk about how much fun that was and how they were able to take that one little thing and make this giant, 
you know, scene around it and made him feel special and made our whole family laugh. And I mean, they're just, they're yelling across the restaurant to each other. And it's, it was a very fun time. So every time we went there, we always had a really fun time. So we hope that one comes back soon because it's very unique. I agree with you. I've done that one. And one of the things about that, fun about that is they're very snarky. So if you can get them to sort of be snarky towards each other and towards Cinderella, it's really a lot of fun because they yeah. have a lot of freedom with those characters. Um, Corey, what about you? Um, do you guys have a, a character meal memory that sticks out or a specific character interaction at a character meal? You know, um, I asked Finley this last night uh, if if she, like, what's her favorite character meal? She thought about it, and she didn't know the name. She was like, it's that restaurant that spins around. That's I really like that one. <laughs> so Garden Grill. Um, and I, we, we really do enjoy that one. A lot of our character meals that we – that we book or like just last minute. I think that one we, we got into Epcot, we were hungry and we were looking at anything with availability and you would know that's one of them. Um, like, so we don't really go, uh, we don't seek out characters for the, for the, these meals. Uh, Ferris loves every single character. So it doesn't really matter. Um, they're all is equal. Um, Finley, she's, she's cool with it. Sometimes she'll just, she doesn't want to take photos or anything. She'll let Ferris do it. Um, it really depends on her mood. But it's um, we enjoy that one. We enjoy the family style more than the buffet, having to get up, because usually it's I'm getting up or Julie's getting up. Um, but we enjoy the family style. And, and that character meal is more intimate because you're in your own little booth. And I don't know, it seems more um, intimate. <laughs> but we've done a lot of uh, character meals. We've, I was looking through my photos uh, just to spark some memories and uh, it's sad. It, it, it's sad seeing like some of these photos when they were younger. I know this is so high tech, but there's the one of Finley and Lilo at the, that breakfast. We did seek out Lilo for that breakfast because she was into Lilo at the time. Um, they've gone through all their favorite characters. Ferris is into the Incredibles right now. Um, he went through his Baymax stage. He, the inside out characters, uh, Finley went through her princess stage. So we had to go do restaurant Akashus, uh, so she can meet the princesses. So we've, we've done a lot of the meals, um, including chef Mickey's. I don't see for buffets. I am the only one that I feel gets their, the money's worth out of eating. So it's, it's never really been about the food. As long as there's one or two items on the, the menu that our kids will eat, then we're cool with that. Um, and I usually try to eat enough to justify the price <laughs> for the food wise, but we, we don't really go for the food really. We, um, cause I'll, I'll eat anything. Uh, and as long, like I said, as long as there's a couple things that the kids will eat. So they're not walking around the park hungry after that, but, we're we're very last minute with our character uh, meals. We don't plan ahead. We don't seek them out. Um, it just it just happens. But we always enjoy it. Ferris, I mean, he's he's a little ham. But again, Finley, she'll it's 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 hit or miss with her. Sometimes she just doesn't want to, you know, deal with them. But they're not picky. It, it could be Chip and Dale. It could be anybody. They, they love them. 
Oh, and I, w- I wanted to um, bring this up while we're in ca- on uh, the subject of characters. Y'all were talking on the, the one of the Diz Unlimited shows about the the Disney 100 uh, short and and how y'all were getting emotional. Some people were getting emotional. Well, I watched it. It was me, Julie, and Ferris watching it, and I was watching Ferris watch it because as every single character would come out, he was naming them. And I was like, wow, I did good. I did good. <laughs> like, this is, this is the fact that he was spitting them out faster than I could even name them. I'm like, wow, he really, he really learned. And I, I was just so happy. Julie's over there tearing up. I'm looking at Ferris naming the characters. Um, just uh, uh, that, that was my, um, that I was getting emotional because of watching him watch it. And, and a lot of the times in the parks and the character meals, I, it's all about, all right. Um, sometimes as a dad, I'm like, all right, when, when are they coming to our table? <laughs> you start looking around, <laughs> like, you know, we're, we're, we're here. <laughs> so I, I'm more stressed out about that, making sure my kids are getting, um, you know, proper time too. So I, I need to just chill. Chill and you relax. Eat your food, Corey. They'll, they'll, they'll make their way around. Well, I'll say you are, you are a good Disney dad. If you named every single character, you have fulfilled the, the good Disney dad. Uh, check the good, good Disney dad box on your form. But I would imagine, this is just for my know of Ferris, I would imagine that a buffet might be overwhelming to him. Like there might be too much. And he might be a little, you know, running around and there might be too much going on. Is that true? Do you find that to be true with a buffet versus why you prefer them, the family style? No, not. Um, I think just the family style. It's nice. It's nice not having to get up. It's less about being overwhelmed because um, I choice having choices is great. And he's he is now my buffet partner. Julian <laughs> Finley, they, they sit, they'll eat a little bit. And it's me and Ferris. We're the ones going up. Um and I know this is not Disney, but uh, it's a recent buffet interaction. We went to um, we went to a, a local place. I, I, it might be a chain. I don't know. It's not the best food, but it's all you can eat. It's Boston Lobster Feast. I, I was feeling gluttonous. I wanted to eat all you can eat lobster, right? So um, I go there. We go as a family. Julie, Julie and Finley, they don't get the buffet because they're just there's not on it. But nothing on it that it would eat. So Ferris decided to get the buffet with me. And it's an expensive buffet. It's like 50-something bucks. I'm like, all right, bro, you need to eat some lobster. Well, he he's recently into Splash, the 80s movie Splash with uh, Daryl Hannah, Tom Hanks. And there's a scene in that movie where she's eating a lobster and, and she just bites right into it. So what does Ferris do? He gets to the table with his lobster and he does the exact scene from splash like so it's like it's like a uh, like i'm proud because you know he's enjoying an 80s movie that i used to love and and he's he's my partner in crime at a buffet but uh yeah short story long uh, i think he'll he'll get his money's worth at a buff at a disney buffet now um characters or not did he realize it was not the right way did he get like shell and decide that this is weird. Well, he, or did he just keep going? He, he, 
attempted. He he couldn't get through it, but I had to show him the proper way. But he was just he just wanted to be Madison. He wanted to be a mermaid and eat it like her. <laughs> That's great. I love that story. That is awesome. Um, Craig, I know you probably haven't had much experience with uh, character meals and character dining with Rory yet, but I do know that you brought Rory to the uh, character breakfast we did during our agent education program out in California this year. And it was the highlight of my trip. <laughs> it was just, it, it's just incredible to watch the characters interact with him and him light up. And it was just, it was awesome. So that's something I enjoyed very much. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a highlight for us too, because, uh, that was really our first character breakfast ever at Storytellers. And, uh, you know, at that point, he was seven, eight months, somewhere in there. I can't even remember the exact point he was at. But, uh, of course, the buffet itself was not, you know, impacting him. He wasn't eating there. Uh, he was still on just like uh, baby food pouches at that point in time. So uh, that that was negligible. But we... We were hesitant on taking him to any character breakfasts because the couple character meet and greets that we do in the parks, he wasn't really that interested in the characters. Uh, you know, he acknowledged them and didn't cry, but wasn't like super into it. Uh, but then as we saw him progress through that Disneyland trip and see him get like more and more interested in the characters by that. That was our final day that we were there for the character breakfast at storytellers. And he was on fire. He was the stereotypical baby that you hope you have that, you know, he was just enamored with them. He wanted to grab Mickey's nose and uh, they spent so much time at our table because of it. And it's not because we were there with the group or anything. The characters don't know and they don't care. They don't discern. They, I, I truly believe they look for the interaction and uh mickey mickey got what he was coming there for and it was it was everything we could have hoped for and more with the first character meal and i i've been i've been kind of nervous about it from the perspective that on our disney dining shows over on the Diz unlimited youtube channel we've been doing a lot of character meals because rhino and i joke that erica's our daughter and we're taking her to all the character meals in that way so it's not as weird and we've really been like we, we've had some fantastic character interaction uh cinderella's royal table was a highlight um uh over at hollywood and vine you know if you can get past the food that people hate when i don't think they should um the character interaction there was great uh then there's been other ones where it's like ocker shoes another great place to meet princesses uh they were they were fantastic, but it was so loud in there we couldn't hear anything they were saying, and that kind of diminished it. But we've been having so many hit and miss moments with characters that I'm like, it was making me nervous. And I'm like, I don't want to invest all this money into a character meal, and then you know we just feel like we kind of overpaid for something that wasn't wasn't everything we would want, and it absolutely did. So I'm very excited to take him to Crystal Palace in Magic Kingdom, uh, just because uh, the Pooh characters there, like 
how can you go wrong with that? If if he doesn't like the Pooh characters, we're going to have a serious issue uh, over <laughs> at Disneyland. We might not go back to Storytellers, uh, but Plaza Inn, right inside Disneyland Park, they do the mini breakfast there. And mm-hmm. uh, the character interaction every single time I've ever eaten there has just been over the top fantastic. So I cannot wait to take him there. Uh, there's, there's just so many on the list and uh, not enough time but the only thing i'll say like he i i feel like now he is entering into his uh his uh classic character phases where he is appreciating mickey and the gang more and, and some of the characters like that so might avoid princesses i feel like they talk a little too much and he gets bored with that um he, he just wants to like you know be be fixed in for a second and then move on where they where the princesses uh typically when they when they like get locked onto a baby they just they want to talk to them all day until they get the reaction they're hoping for so uh we we might avoid uh some of the princess dining with him uh unless he starts to change how he interacts with them a little bit more but yeah there's uh, we, you know, I'll need to take a second job to be able to afford all the character meals that <laughs> that Kylie wants to take him to. All right. So gonna, a, um, go ahead, Corey. I'm sorry. There was a, you were talking about the princesses when Ferris was an, an infant. Uh, there was an interaction he had with Mary Poppins on Main Street, and she kissed his forehead and left like the like the biggest lipstick mark on his forehead it, it just made for the greatest photo we, we left it on his face for the rest of the day um but that was his first kiss his uh was mary poppins uh another thing i want to mention about character interaction from ferris specifically uh you know last show mentioned he has down syndrome i know we have little kids listening so i don't want to um say anything but what's he's 14 years old and what's so exciting for for me um, and julie too is that he he does believe and that I think, I think he always will. Uh, so it's, it's fun to, to watch his, his reactions, seeing him in the parks, you know, Woody and buzz and wherever, whoever it is, he, he believes and which is great. It's awesome. So what I was, I wanted to say before, just real quick to, to Craig, here's the deal. You, you have my blessing, you have my permission to do, dining reviews with Kylie and Rory. Um, maybe a little bit different than going with the other guys. You know, go it from, from the perspective of traveling with Rory and the actual interaction with a child, you know, rather than, you know, three adults with arrested development. I think it might be, uh, might be a more Natural. genuine, uh, you know, a response to the character meal. So you yeah. have my blessing to do that. Oh, well, thank you. Um, I think you just encapsulated the uh, staff of the Diz perfectly <laughs> for the for the first time ever. A bunch of adults with arrested developments. So <laughs> uh, Elaine, I want to just I want to go to Elaine real quick. I know she's been trying to jump in with something. I don't want to. I want to make sure she gets in. What oh, she's I was going to say we had a similar experience um, that Ferris had with getting his first kiss over at Cinderella's royal table um, with my oldest son Matt. I want to say he was probably maybe 12 or 13 um, when we were there and we had all the, all three boys there. And it was a situation where the first princess came up and gave him a chick, a kiss on the cheek. And again, you had that 
big lipstick print. So then the second one came up and saw that and she wasn't going to be upstate. She did one. And then, you know, you have five princesses at this meal. Generally, they all got him. Love it. So yeah. he has this pictures with all of the princesses and they've all kissed him. And he was, I don't think his smile left his face the, for the rest of the afternoon after that one. <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, Craig, did you have uh, one more thing you wanted to mention? I not necessarily mention, but I just wanted to throw it out there, uh, hearing like Corey's story with it. And I, I want to know from Elaine's perspective too, that like we always used to hear like years and years ago that with Disney, you know, you, you, you get boys to kind of age out of it because of what the characters are and being so princess heavy. Uh, but then like since that kind of you know that kind of time period uh, was was around things have changed so much with like star wars marvel even pixar i feel like being more you know boy focused in a lot of ways do we do we think now that like disney actually kind of flopped and where girls might lose interest in princesses and the characters at that teenager phase that you know, they're doing a good job of getting boys in or is it is it still a thing where boys are going to hit 12, 13, 14 and say that Disney's uncool and just because they want to impress their friends, even if they deep down like it? I think that it definitely varies on the child. And, you know, if you have somebody that maybe they only come to Disney once every five years when they hit that teenager phase, probably whether a boy or girl or whatever they are, that they maybe they're not as interested in interacting with characters or going to character meals or that kind of thing. But when you're talking about us on this panel, when we're always there um, and my kids haven't necessarily um, aged out of it. Of course, now we don't necessarily go to character meals every single night of our trip anymore. Um, because that's not their focus. Um, we did go, we were there last Christmas and we did, I made a, I wanted to do everything Christmas. So I made a Christmas, um, reservation at, um, uh, you said it. I can't even think of the name of it. You said it, Corey, that's in Hollywood or Craig, that's in Hollywood studios, Hollywood invite. Hollywood that's invite. It. We made the, reservation there because they specifically had a Christmas themed dinner with all of the characters in Christmas outfits and the food was Christmas themed and the boys still had a great time with all of the characters there. Um, we don't necessarily stand in line for a lot of characters now. Sometimes, I mean, they still, I mean, they still have their favorites though, especially my 21 year old. I mean, he got almost disappointed um, on our last trip because we hadn't yet stood in line for Vanellope and he was very determined that he wanted to stay in line for, to see Vanellope. So I, I, it obviously it varies on, on the child and, mm-hmm. you know, I think every child is different. So. Yeah, it's true. Um, it, this is where Julie and I, uh, we balance really good because at Disneyland, we're, we're walking, trying to make it to the next destination, the next uh, attraction, and we have very little time. But, you know, Ferris will see characters and that he wants to meet, and I'll see the line. I'm like, huh, that's a long line. Julie's like, Court, it's not that long. We, we should wait. Finley's like, we shouldn't wait. We should just keep going. Like, all right. So we got to meet in the middle, right? Finley wants to go. I'm saying the line's too long. Julie's like, but he wants. So we wait. 
And then I see the character interaction. I'm like, you were absolutely right, Julie. <laughs> we should have waited. I'm glad we did because what a great memory. Um, you know, him dancing around with Woody and Jesse. And it's just, but I have Finley who just wants to go. Um, me who's judging the line going, all right, it's going to be what, 10, 15 minutes looking at the watch. Um, and then Julie saying, no, we're going to wait. So it's just, it really is all about the kid and, um, me, not chill, dude. <laughs> chill out. <laughs> Wait. I think that I, I think from from an adult perspective, from someone who just likes Disney and likes the the whole idea of Disney and movies and all of that combined, I feel like Disney's doing a much better job of presenting um, stronger female characters that are not princesses that are independent that represent a different age. You know, uh, for for young female children, what do you call those? Oh, girls. Um, for for girls to sort of connect with, and they're doing the same thing with Disney with um, more um, boy focused characters. I think they're doing a very good job of all that. And I don't know that it's any more just you know princesses for girls. You know, there's these strong female characters that are out there. So hopefully they'll continue with that and get you know. And then everybody connects with their own is, is what I see is even, you know, into adults, everybody's got their favorite character, regardless of uh, uh, male, female type of roles or however that plays out. You know, people just connect with them because they like them. Guys, thank you so much for this conversation. I truly enjoyed it. I really did. It was a lot of fun. I like listening to all your stories. Um, I hope uh, you had a good time. Thank you, Elaine. Thank you, Corey. Thank you, Craig. And thank you, everybody at home for listening and watching. We hope you have a great week, and we hope you have a great vacation with your kids. 